podcast happily enriching you this is aisha and this is yunus and this podcast is all about enabling self discovery igniting inner passions and channeling happiness in you you may have been there before or you're there right now think of it have you been guilty of canceling plans last minute and never giving the right reason have you been there in that space where leaving messages unread have been the normal routine of yours for days but you have found ways to read them and not let the sender know about it filtering your life for others only because you think that they may judge you for your choices for your likes and your activities and in fact what was a child's play has now become a reality hoping that your dog actually ate or destroyed your work in order to avoid any sort of confrontation that showcases your work so in today's episode in fact we've been wanting to talk about this for a very long time and not so very long back i wrote a blog about the same where i wanted to talk about it and also gain a lot more insights and inputs from you yunus you've obviously come with a lot more experience than myself and having met so many young minds over the years and training them on life skills tell me that i'm sure that there's a lot of things that have changed over the years uh you know you know but sometimes there's this one thing that always remains constant especially when it comes to people their behavior so is it true has everything changed or is something really constant like how you said from uh, our surroundings you know mm-hmm. the way technology has evolved probably the way we live from year on year there might have been a lot of changes but you know if you look 100 years back mm-hmm. one thing you will find similar you look 1000 years back the same thing you'll find similar that is people because times might change but people will not and of course i'm making the statement which is very generic and a lot of people will nod to this statement because they understand exactly what i'm talking about and some who don't well let me try explaining that to you no matter every room i walk into mm-hmm. whether it's a training room whether it's a meeting room a conference room or just you know a room full of people um you know this also aisha that we find people of different kind right you know, everybody is different but then in all of this if i were to forcefully divide the room into two you will definitely find one you know who are probably more like me in so many ways because back when i was in my college days not school days back when i was in my college days i always was that one person who loved being the center of attention for me it was always about being loud being participative being everywhere and made sure that my presence was felt in every room i do that even today when i walk into conferences my only aim is that when i walk out of those conferences i want people to know my name and a few to even come and compliment me and say that you know you you spoke really well you know you asked good questions i hope we can connect some day and you know discuss about many things that uh, i would love your opinions about and also aisha i'm so sure one side is this and the other side and the other you know right in fact uh, i agree to what you said yunus uh, that you know 
being center of attention is something that a lot of people crave for want it and some of them have even achieved it right uh, and i don't think there's anything wrong with that entire factor right we all want people to remember us uh, we want that recall factor just by the moment our name pops up but let's not also forget the fact that you know amongst this entire crowd there are also those people who are absolutely a big nerve wreck especially in social setups right uh, we've walked into rooms we've walked into spaces um, and in fact uh, not very long time back as i mentioned in my blog uh, i've even highlighted these three words which uh, i think a lot of times they are uh, you know juggling in sentences with people misrepresenting them uh, in certain situations uh, you know words such as uh, introvert you know having anxiety and definitely you have the social anxiety gamut as well right uh, but obviously there's a lot of difference between these three words but the moment uh, we hear these words we sort of club them together so what's your take on these i mean these three words they are different right the point to focus on is that you said many a times these are jumbled yeah uh, they are used or interchanged in sentences because a lot of times people think that yeah i mean they more or less the same um i mean if you look again you know the devil is in the details mm-hmm. if you look more closely you will understand this that introvert especially introvert uh, like extroverts or like many say ambivert omnivert and there is a word these days which keeps coming with every decade right it's a personality trait yeah i've also you know fought this entire idea of how this personality trait is not to be taken so seriously like as if it's written on stone mm-hmm. because let's be also honest just like how a behavior can change a personality if given time and effort can change as well right. well someday i would love to also talk about that in a separate podcast mm-hmm. i want people to understand this that being an introvert is a personality trait it's not a medical condition you probably love spending time that solitary time of your own in certain tasks that you want to do all by yourself unwind alone if that appeals to you and also you know where you love making plans with yourself i think you know to a greater extent you're also describing me i'm someone who loves talking to people but at the same time i love enjoying my own company i love sitting by myself reading a book and often dream of this one uh you know balcony or a rooftop where i'm all by myself with my coffee mug and a book in the hand that's why i said you no know, there's a word uh, for everyone yeah uh, in your case there's another word which is called ambivert right because like how you said you're a mix of both mm-hmm. but then you also come across a lot of people who brand them or acknowledge these are the self confessed introverts who who don't have the other side which is dominant right they have just this side where they want that solitary time for themselves they love being alone or they can talk to themselves for hours and they don't like sometimes to be disturbed by the others because they i think they just are amazing company for themselves but that's the fact yunus don't you think that that in itself is a plus because how many of us can actually sit and enjoy our own company well you're speaking to an extrovert um, <laughs> so i don't know uh, whether i will agree to this or 
you know i i don't want to get into that particular argument mm-hmm. so of course we will do that someday where we will speak about extroverts and introverts and ambiverts and omniverts but for now let's focus on the differences which is the next that is after introverts uh, it's anxiety like yeah. you were asking me um anxiety again is an event triggered emotion mm-hmm. you know if i were to uh, walk into my manager's room knowing fully aware that probably i have done a fantastic job will i even get the promotion anxiety yeah um you know the positive stress that we talk about the the you stress mm-hmm. right i'm getting married i mean not me i've, I've got married uh, <laughs> somebody's getting married somebody is expecting uh, probably a child somebody has uh, in-laws or relatives um you know who are probably walking into their house for the first time you know we do have like even the best of the speakers while just before walking on that stage can have a little bit of anxiety those jitters that one yes has. those elephants that are running inside them those thoughts that are exactly like bangalore traffic where there is no order at all <laughs> and the third which is where i think we need to understand that clear cut difference social anxiety you know is when you experience a different level of nervousness and that immense fear of social judgment and that negativity around you making you avoid being present in any situation and every situation right in fact um, i think you know when we specifically talk about social anxiety uh, it's so important today to normalize this entire discussion because we have people amongst us who completely shut themselves out right who you know even if your doorbell is ringing and you know for a fact that uh, there's someone who you know is on the other side may not necessarily want to speak to that person and not even open or acknowledge that doorbell so we cannot forget the fact that we have people around us who fall into this category now, definitely you know i mean obviously this entire situation uh, is triggered by a lot of things right uh, so that in fact uh, you know brings me to this one question that uh, has sort of you know been eating me up here we see these words uh, we know that there's a clear cut difference here but then when we walk into spaces you know we have people who are uh, outright conversationalist who come and talk to us but then we also have people who are silent uh, you also have people who when you look at them you know for a fact that they want to tell you something but they aren't just making the first move how do we recognize them how do we encourage people to talk before i get to the actual answer on a lighter note i wish people found their own castrol no for people who've seen this ad especially in india might correlate to for the rest of you who have no idea what i'm talking about i'm talking about this engine oil mm-hmm. and i love the tagline of this engine oil which is for every start problem just like how this castrol for that bike start problem i wish we had kind of an emotional castrol uh, a psychological castrol which could actually fix the start problems that people have well um to answer what you were talking about it's ironic you know that our society if i were to give them a different title it's a label factory oh, we're so judgmental right. in so many different ways right. that oh he is like this oh she is like that oh my god you know 
Oh, the, this one's like talkative. That. Right? That's one's shy. Yeah. So that label factory is something that you and I, or anybody else who's sitting and listening to us right now and acknowledging, saying, "Oh my God, yes." Unfortunately, we can't do much about it, or at least we think we can't do much about it because there is a solution here. Do we need to fix that label factory? Do we need to do anything about it, or do we need to understand that? very important difference that is are we going to make other people's projections a reality mm-hmm. i want people to understand this that just because other people are branding us and are labeling us it doesn't mean that we have to fit those labels right people ask this question to yourself have you made other people's projections your inner reflection on the same pedestal because you know you really truly especially the listeners who fall in this category that we were talking about that is people who have immense amount of anxiety especially social anxiety people who are introverts you know what we are talking about you know deep down that you are who we are talking about so that reflection is more important a thousand people can come and tell you that you're like this you're like that but it's who you think you really are deep inside that is your reflection that actually matters now let's say you discover that yes you're an introvert you figure out that yes i have immense amount of social anxiety now that reflection should not lead to dejection if you being an introvert you are at peace and absolutely comfortable with that celebrate you every single day but on the other side i don't know if i have met anybody who says that yes i have a lot of social anxiety and i'm very comfortable with it because that's a lie people who have social anxiety time and again are suffering suffering slowly maybe or suffering loudly next to a close friend but they are and my question to all of you who have social anxiety is is that worth it you know it's remember it's absolutely normal to feel a little nervous in social situations everybody has those butterflies in our tummies to some degree or the other it's just that sometimes those butterflies are literally as light as a butterfly or as mammoth as an elephant which drain us down right you know when it comes to social anxiety which is also called as social phobia it is a different feeling of fear in everyday interaction with people being very self conscious and just being worried and living in that fear of constantly being scrutinized or judged sounds like a cage to me sounds like a trap isn't it you know would you also agree with the fact that somewhere each one of us have gone through different levels of this that's why i said that you know those butterflies can be as light as yeah. a literal butterfly because just as when you were talking about this i in fact felt like i was also you know having this checklist that was getting ticked off right uh, where i think some part of our life 
so I'm not going to point it out exactly, but then some part of I think everyone's life we come across the situations where we are fearful. We are fearful of being judged. You also know about my school life. Yeah. I don't want to go back again the memory lane with my autobiography is about how I completely correlate even today with introverts only because I know how it felt. I know how my palms would be sweaty, how I would second guess myself if I have to even go and speak to my own gender. Imagine the nerve wreck feeling I must have had deep inside if I had to go and approach the opposite gender. So in fact, you know, what I could probably take from this is uh, life happens, right? Uh, amongst all of these things that one goes through, uh, what's also important for one to realize is that uh, life teaches us a lot of things and these teachings help us grow. They help us learn, right? So whether you have been in spaces where anxiety has kicked in, whether you've been in spaces where you're a little too shy to go and maybe make the first move or talk or, you know, do whatever it is that you want to do, or whether you've been in that space that, you know, the social anxiety and sometimes anxiety in itself feels like that room that you're in and the walls are just closing in on you right it's where your heart pounds like crazy and you just feel like even swallowing hurts right so that's where i was intrigued uh with this entire uh you know topic because i hear a lot about it these days where you have people who especially you know who maybe are now even more isolated with the entire work from home space but then at the same time the reason why I wanted to talk about this is uh, we as facilitators and especially you, Eunice, as coaching and, and especially, uh, you know, with facilitation that comes into the picture, you've walked into rooms, you've seen people uh, and I think this common statement that we've heard a zillion times, which is, you know, I take time to open up. I take time to make friends. Many a times that sounds like you're too picky, you're too judgy about people. but in fact. We are thinking, we are making sure that we don't open up too fast because then you would get hurt. And then you also have the other set of people who have that one positive attitude that you put them into a room with 100 people and they would walk out with 100 friends. It's also got to do a lot with self-belief, don't you think? Yeah. When you were describing about people who take time, um, ironically, they must have been in a lot many situations in their life where just because they take a little more time to open up, people in this labeling factory that I was talking about mm -hmm. label them as, oh, what attitude I tell you. I went and tried to have as best a conversation I could, but look at that person. Right. The person didn't even bother, you know, didn't even open up. My God. I won't go and try again. Oh, you know what? The moment you said this, I actually recalled back my first day of undergraduation when I walked into my college. And mind you, this was the first time that I'm walking into a co-education space. Having come from an all-girls school system, uh, I remember my first day walking into college and I was scared. I was a nerve wreck. I had, I think, all sorts of anxieties inside, wondering who to talk to, how to talk to, and what to talk to, the biggest deal. And ironically, I think it was two weeks down the line when I started making a couple of friends, 
where I actually got to know that a couple of people thought that day one, I was someone who was high on attitude just because I didn't speak to a lot of people. Look Little, at the irony. Yeah. You, in fact, walked into a college where you saw boys for the first time <laughs> and you were scared instead of being excited. Well, that was oh. something that I luckily never had to experience because <laughs> I, I think my parents were kind enough to understand that I don't have to go through those jitters oh, I think when I grow older. That's a wonderful topic to be discussed on another day, oh, right? Um, looks like with every <laughs> podcast that we record, we come up with 15 different topics that we should list and record further. Absolutely. <laughs> Which is good. Yeah, it is, it is, it is. Right? So, is. I mean, see, the fact that we are talking about this, right? Eunice, uh, as someone who walks into spaces, walks into rooms, uh, you know, there are a lot of people who are mindful about it, but then there are also people that just don't regard the fact that people are different, right? Their uh, way of communicating, their way of listening, their way of interacting can be different. Uh, and I think the one thing that we've always followed is don't walk into your rooms and assume or take granted uh, of your audience, right? That's something that we've always believed. So, I mean, what would be your final take on the fact that as a facilitator or as walking into meeting rooms or even in a social setup. This might sound a lot more easier yeah? uh, when I say this. Um, I want to, in fact, equate it with, with something. Um, you know, like how people say, the biggest communication problem that people have is that they listen, not to understand, but they listen to respond right. immediately. Same way, if we are going to be hell-bent on labeling people and not understanding people and just keep branding them left, right and center. You're losing on opportunities of friending many, many people who are actually gems. You would be lucky to have them in your friend circle. And that is something that I want people to be very, very conscious about. Absolutely. Especially the loud ones. Yeah. When I say the loud ones, I'm talking about the expressive ones. Yeah. And also, um, keeping this viewpoint that it's not easy out there for the introverts. It's not easy out there, especially for people who have social anxiety. I want people who are listening to me to understand this. Like I said this earlier. You, the introverts, I want you to Ask this question deep inside. Are you okay being who you are? If it's a yes, I have no problem. <laughs> In fact, why should I have any problem? Because being at peace is probably, I think, the greatest victory anybody can have for themselves. But if you somewhere deep down know that you are also lying to yourself, I want you to write that on a sheet of paper which is, what is the next step? Okay, I want to become more expressive. I want to make sure that I get rid of that solitary state of mind where I tell myself that, yeah, I like my company, but deep down, I feel bad that I'm not there in that friend gathering. What they must be doing, they must be having a nice time, isn't it? I also should have joined mm. them. And for people who have social anxiety, Remember, one thing that people will never, ever stop doing 
which ironically even you will never stop doing is judging we all judge but then there's a small factor that i want you to consider the way you are going to judge me after this episode is not all your doing it's also my doing if i have been sensible enough if i've been wise enough if you have sensed that wisdom coming through this podcast guess what you're going to judge me but you're going to judge me in the most positive way <laughs> but if i am just being loud for the sake of being loud just saying things just for the sake of saying it you obviously again going to judge me and judge me the other way round so instead of worrying about what people are going to judge you for why not put i wouldn't even say best efforts of yours why not you just be you the comfortable confident you and let the others judge however they want if people judge you good fantastic if people judge you bad do you owe them anything you don't do owe them anything and ironically i want to end this podcast i shall at least before you end this to remind people about this i've been there in situations where for the same thing that i've done a hundred people have loved me for who i am but for the same thing that hundred people have liked me for there is always that 101th there's that 115th there's probably that 2010th who won't like me now do i have to beat myself up and feel scared next time to go stand in front of that person and be me no because i am going to go on the basis of law of averages and ask this question to myself do my surroundings people who are near and dear to me do they know who i am do they appreciate me for who i am if it's a yes then tomorrow a third fourth 15th to 15000th is also going to like me for who i am it's just that you need to give them that time that exposure that influence and it will happen and if we make the social anxiety sit on us then we will isolate ourselves being that diamond that you are you are supposed to go out there and shine not be that diamond that is covered in another texture that nobody sees you shine absolutely you said that right it's always best to talk about it so in fact when we talk about anxiety on a more closing note is like a stream of fear that trickles through your mind if it's encouraged it cuts a channel into which all your thoughts are drained let's not encourage that and i hope that you are someone who's going to make the best of the efforts to get out of it